Ngai Mob, I hope this finds you well. I hope it finds you creating space for your dreams to become possible. And I hope it finds you doing things that are going to take you closer to your dreams becoming possible, to your success. Um, the thing that is calling you to become possible by how you're showing up in the world, because that's the lesson that I've learnt this week. And that's the reflection that I want to yarn about. Um, this is week 38 of my journey to preparing road to worlds for 2024. So after this week, there will be moving into 37 weeks left until world masters 2024. And what a week it has been in lessons of humility, lessons of commitment, lessons of trust, and that what's happening is actually not a result of what I'm doing. It's a result of what I'm not doing. Um, it's not that I'm doing dumb shit to set myself up to fail or um, deliberately doing things. It's that I'm not making enough time and space to do the right thing, more of the right things that are going to move me in the direction of being the person and having the, the foundations to be the person who can be a black belt world champion or to be a millionaire in business. And this week I, um, after I think it's been about three to four weeks, um, since I've done some consistent jujitsu and in week 38, I'm in Melbourne and I had a week where I could go, right. I can get at least five sessions of jujitsu in, I can do some mobility and prep around that so that I don't injure myself. And this will probably be the last week of 2023 that I'll be able to get in some, a good solid week of training. And in the weeks, in the, in the three weeks before that, I was only able to get one or two sessions in, but I was really consistent with um, getting some strength and conditioning in. Now, what I wasn't consistent with was mobility and my movement practice in the actually being conscious of where the tightness is. And I've been doing a lot of driving. Uh, so we had a week of um, young people coming to Nam, and we had 21 young people come to Melbourne through our Kilana Foundation program. Uh, I was a driver. The week before that, I was in Melbourne for work. I was in Sydney. Oh, it's been a big couple of weeks and I haven't really had any time and I haven't created a practice to create moments to slow down and just be with myself and check in with myself as deeply as what I needed. I thought I was, but after this week, I recognize now that it wasn't what I needed. And... I uh, came into training on Tuesday, really excited, did the, uh, the, the Nogi class, had a great time, um, had a really good session and then jumped into the wrestling class. And if you've been following any of my journey, you know that I absolutely love wrestling. I love the fact that there's um, no guard pulling and there's no submissions for a grappling context. And what that means is, is that no one can sit on their backsides in uh, in wrestling and there's no way to make the person tap out because you're not trying to get submission holds on a person. You're trying to beat them by pinning them or winning by points or referee's decision because um, your technical superiority, which means you've gotten 10 points or more in front of your opponent. I love the pace of wrestling. I love the mindset of wrestling and I just love what wrestling opens up to me and the vibe. However, it was during 
the warm-up of wrestling that I didn't warm up properly because I was having stomach problems and my pelvic floor wasn't um, feeling very strong, so I kept needing to go to the bathroom. And when I came back and I was performing some five-minute warm-up drills with my training partner, who's about 80 kilos female but has a really good solid base, so I had to be using good form and good technique. Now, when I went to do my move, my my core wasn't engaged and my glutes weren't activated. So I ended up pulling my back, my left, um, just above my left, my left glute, my left hip, lower back area seized up on me in that moment to the point that when it seized up, I couldn't stand up. And mm, that was not fun. Mentally, I already immediately went straight to the deficit of this is shit. Like I want to do wrestling. This is the last wrestling class I'll get in for the year. All the thoughts. And as a result of what my mind was thinking, my back seized up even more. Because that's the other thing. I haven't been creating space to process what I've been going through emotionally. So my body has been storing and carrying all that stress all of that repressed emotion and not feeling like I have the support I need or not seeking the support I need to process things so that I can better respond and make informed choices as to the actions I'm going to take based off of what's happening around me. There's a lot there, you mob. And my back seized up, so I got some advice from the coach about what rehab I needed to do, um, what recovery I needed to do. <clears throat> and I left training and I did that and I gave I gave myself Wednesday off um, during the day. My back felt good Wednesday afternoon. So I went in and did um, the gear class, which was really good. It was a lot of fun, but I trained smart, trained with lighter people. And I was like, okay, this is, this is great. Uh, by Thursday felt even better. Like there was a little bit of tightness and soreness, but I was managing it and I was being attentive to it. And then yesterday I went into comp class and I actually warmed up properly. I was training with some elite level guys all in a safe environment. And we were also pushing the pace because it's comp class. That's what you're supposed to do. But in a strategic way, um, Dave Hart from Dominance, which is now where I'm training and basing myself out of in um, Nam, Victoria, and he's a great coach. Like he's really um, mindful. He he pay he gives a lot of attention and detail to his his coaching style, and he really pushes the pace, but in a way that is is safe and considerate of your capacity and your abilities. And I was we were doing a five minute drill where one person was in the round for the whole five minutes, and the other two training partners switched out. So we were working in a three, and. I was being, um, the pace was a lot faster. The pace was a lot more intentional and it was a lot more of a competitive pace, a, a focused pace rather than a, like, just see how we go, just move with things. This was training with more intent and, um, more intensity, uh, for the purpose of, of comp class. And I came up off of my, off of my back and got up onto my knees and I was, um, wrestling with the other person and I fell forward onto both knees, but my back was still kind of behind my knees and my left knee popped and it seized up at the time. And I didn't think too much of it. It hurt at the time, but um, coach was immediately, Dave was like, nah, off to the side, let it cool down and we'll see where it's at. 
after about 10 minutes, I was cool. And I was like, no, I still feel good. And he was like, yeah, but is there any pain? I said, well, it's aching, but it's not hurting. And he kind of laughed at me and said, so that's not pain. And I said, well, when you've had kids and he goes, yeah, but you haven't had kids out of your knee. And I was like, that's fair. So he did some movement testing on it. And in a particular point of a particular position with the internal rotation, the knee felt quite vulnerable. So we made the decision, um, to, for me to not train and rest it and see how it is by today. Now, at the time, knowing that this is the last comp class I'll get to, it felt really shit. And I was like, okay, like, and we were talking and speaking in, in like reflecting. And there was a, um, there was another black belt, uh, Vince, and we were just yarning about more higher level stuff of, of training and mindset and everything else. And something that Dave said, it was, it wasn't that I wasn't doing dumb shit. It's just that I haven't been doing enough of the right things to set myself up for success. And that really landed with me. Um, and it's, it's a big, a big message and a big lesson that really lands in all areas of my life right now with business, personal, professional, culture, and jiu-jitsu and just within my own development is that I've known for a while that I needed to do better. I've had the awareness that things that I was doing was not working for me. And yet I didn't action those things, but I also didn't have the capacity or the capability or the space to action that awareness with the context of the compounding different intersections of all the things that have been going on around me for the last six to eight months and that have been a build-up from the last three to five years of not moving with integrity and alignment to my calling, my own evolution and who I am in the world and who I'm called to be and who I want to be with my values and, and my energy and all of that. So I can say with integrity and honesty and truth that probably I think at 33, I recognized 33 to 35 was when the awakening started to happen, that the life that I had and how I was moving through the world was not in alignment and it was no longer serving me. But I took that on board and I also ignored it at the same time. So I was doing little bits of shifts that I tried to compromise with the universe and that, and that awareness and that knowing, um, and that calling of going, okay, I'll do this to, to make space for you. And I want to hold on to what is trying to hold on to relationships and spaces and a version of my life that I had dreamed about since I was a little girl of, you know, getting married, um, growing old with my partner, having, amazing, respectful, loving, connected relationships with my kids, being able to speak my truth into the world and that being respected and and honoured and valued and safe for me to do in my inner circles within myself and my inner world. Yeah, that's not fucking the case. And these injuries are an outcome and a consequence of me not doing and not doing more of the things that I knew I needed to do to set myself up to be and have the body, the mindset, the body, the strength, the the mobility to be a black belt and to train at the level 
that a black belt needs to train in order to be able to qualify and compete at an international level to win a black belt world title. And just to be a black belt on the mats, to have the knowledge of my game, have a well-rounded game, top and bottom, um, working and evolving, as opposed to feeling like I'm pulling in these bigger gaps of missing pieces, wanting them to be more refined and coming back to it is what it is as it is, um, has been quite challenging in accepting what is, but sitting with going, I've known for a long time that I needed to do better. And that saying, when we know better, we do better is bullshit. Cause I know so many people, including myself who know they need to do better, but either they choose not to do better. And it's not that they're intentionally choosing to do stuff in opposition to that. They're just not, they're just choosing not to act on the things that they know they need to do to create a different result or to make a different result possible. I've had an emotional morning, you mob, so hence the uh, the croaky voice. And I just had a big, massive cry just before this because there's been some things going on that just, this is, like I've said, and I'll continue to say, my experience and journey through jiu-jitsu is a vehicle and an enlightenment of what's happening in my internal world and all the other roles in my world as Namika, as a woman, as a businesswoman, as an entrepreneur, as a, as an Aboriginal woman, it's all reflective. What's happening in my jiu-jitsu world is reflective of what's happening in those other roles, both the possibilities, the challenges, the options, all of it. And there's so many things in the world. There's so many options with jiu-jitsu, with business and and all the things in the world that it can be and has been really overwhelming for me. And I'm going to come back to something I've known for and, and felt called to do more of and create space for for the last eight years is that in order to understand what choices are for me or what options are for me is to do my inner work, is to get to know my inner world. Who am I? What's my calling? What are my strengths? What lights me up? What gives me energy? What activates me to be my pa- in my power? And what depletes my power? What takes away my energy? And using that information and that knowledge to then guide my decision making. Instead, I've been outwardly focused of, oh, I could do all the things, um, trying to fit myself into a version of myself that would allow that original dream that I had to be possible alongside being able to be my truth and follow my heart and stand in my power. Yeah, it didn't work like that. Trying to be a version of myself rather than being myself to fit in has cost me my own inner world, has cost me my own inner peace and my own inner path. But also by not listening to that, the consequences of ignoring it for longer than I needed to have had consequences in my personal relationships with myself, my children, my ex. It's had financial consequences in my business. Now I've got injuries in my body for jiu-jitsu. It has been a week of having to face myself, not choosing to face myself, but having to face myself because there are no other options. I'm at rock bottom financially, financially, 
um, in terms of my current, well, it could be worse, but it feels like rock bottom right now. My accounts are in debit. I'm living at my dad's. Um, the grants that I've applied for to support Kilalana have not been successful. Um, having the space to take on that reflection, then apply that learning to the next grant round whilst doing everything else. And people are like, oh, you know, just put it down before you burn out. But none of those people have offered solutions as to who can fill that space if I put it down. Um, and it's just been a the injuries in my body mean I can't do jiu-jitsu, so I can't just ignore that. It's, they're not twinges that I can ignore. They're injuries that actually do not allow me to do jiu-jitsu right now. I'm going to blow out my knee if I try to force it. So... I'm in a situation where I didn't listen to my inner calling. I didn't listen to my old people. I didn't do better once I knew better. So now I'm being forced to make some decisions to address these situations. Otherwise, I'm going to end up homeless. I'm not going to see my kids at all. And jujitsu is never going to be an option because I'm going to do so much damage to my body that it just will not be possible. So here's to lessons learnt in week 37 or week 38 of, of training and what that's going to unfold for 30 week 37 of training. I'm not sure yet being Saturday, see how my knee pulls up tomorrow being the end of the year, moving towards Christmas. And then, yeah, the, the knowledge that it wasn't that I was doing dumb shit or that I wasn't, intentionally not doing the things that I knew I needed to do or being aware that a shift needed to happen. It's just that I was trying to compromise with that knowledge and hold on to the version of myself and the version of my life that I wanted as opposed to finding a way to create space for what is. So here's to injuries and the lessons they learned and here's to the journey of showing up and being with your truth and this reflective practice, it has been, week 38 has been a week. Big love you, mob. Let me know if you've learned something from this. Let me know if this is landing. Um, I know that going back to listen to my own podcast is definitely landing for me. And um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a vibe and a space. <laughs>